Hey, Viking fans, it was the night before the game. Not a creature was stirring, not even the Purple Hulk. Get ready for Skull World after dark in 3, 2, 1. Hey, Skull Brothers and Sisters, welcome to Minnesota Sports Talk. This is Skull World. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Skull World. You can also follow me on the Purple Pocket Podcast. We go live twice, two or three times a week. We'll probably be going live tomorrow night after the game. Now, also, we do a live show on the Purple Code. That is over on Facebook, but it also is the Purple Code on YouTube and Twitter. So catch us out live every Tuesday, 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern. We go live. It's a great show. Um, a little more structured than most of our live shows. It's a good time. We still interact with the, with the, with, uh, the listeners. So catch us then. Now let's get started. I want to talk about players and things leading into the game tomorrow that I am looking for. And... You know, don't know why they do this, but sure enough, we got Brandon Ayuk. Let's start off with that. We got Brandon Ayuk. He, uh, he he says, just rather go up against the best defense in the league. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, we're not the best defense in the league. He's just saying. I think he. I think there was some talk about him not being too impressed with us. So. Uh, I'm going to be looking for how Brandon Ayuk, up-and-coming wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, handles himself against, you know, our secondary, which leads me to this. Chris Thomason, Vikings, Andrew Booth said favorite cornerback was Darrell Revis. He shut down corner. Both was asked if that description, Booth was asked if that description might one day fit him. Indeed, believe it because I'm going to go on, get on my game, and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get on my technique. We'll see after this season. I have, uh, I am on record saying currently he's the only guy I believe that has the talent to be a shutdown corner, and uh, I agree, man. You just got to get that technique, uh, eliminate penalties, and you're going to be that shutdown corner that I believe you will be. Now... Let's, uh, gosh, I want to talk about this right here. Kirk Cousins, who turns 34 today on the 19th. If you're watching this on the 20th, you missed it. But Kirk, Kirk Cousins, who turns 34 today, is, a lot, is in line on September 11th to start his fifth straight Viking season opener. The most for a Minnesota quarterback since Dante Culpepper had six straight from 2000 to 2005. Vikings record is seven in a row by Fran Tarkington, 1972-78. to Of course, that was his second stint with us. And three Super Bowl appearances. So, moving forward, uh, Fran Tarkington, he had his Super Bowl, uh, first Super Bowl appearance at age 33. Hopefully, Kirk Cousins going to have his at 34. Well, that's saying something. This is the most steady we've been at quarterback since Dante Culpepper. And we know what happened there. He got injured. He wasn't the same. He barely played again. You know, he he went to Miami. Then, uh, then he was at the Lions. Then he was in a 
I forget the USFL maybe appeared or it was a summer league. Uh, he actually was a quarterback for a, a team that Denny Green was a coach of, and you could see him doing the role. It was pretty entertaining, and I think that lasted one for one season. Well, you know, Dante Culper, seen her on the team more. Denny Green uh, unfortunately passed away. But, um, yeah, this is uh, Kirk Cousins being the most tenured quarterback as far as seasons go compared to Dante Culpepper. They'd be in second place if he, when he starts next year. And then third place, or then first place if he if he um, signs an extension. It's it's actually pretty incredible to have this much, you know, I guess security at the position, considering how divisive he is of the Viking community. I still think it's a vocal minority that doesn't feel like Cousins is the answer. But... Uh, I, winning will solve everything, and I think this year Cousins will have that opportunity. I'm not looking for him m- much tomorrow. I don't feel like it's a storyline tomorrow. I just wanted to wish him a happy birthday, and uh, this is quite an accomplishment. You know, five straight season with the Vikings when only three people have ever done it. So that, and so I'll be looking for Kellen Mon as our safety net. See how he does. Make us feel a little bit easy if we didn't have a Cousins uh, to start a game once this year and potentially the future. Who knows? Maybe we uh, maybe he is our future once Cousins leaves. But we'll see. We'll see what what happens tomorrow. That's his, that's his next stepping stone at being, you know, thought of as a heir apparent to Kirk Cousins or or just a solid number two that we hope he hope he can be for us. He played well last game, no doubts about it. Stop it with that first drive. He had a couple bad throws in that red zone, but after that, he was solid the rest of the game. I'm looking for him to take a step forward. I want him to be our number two. Now, Andrew Boo Jr., I, I read you the tweets. He's going to be our, hopefully be our shutdown corner. I want to see tomorrow that he plays clean game, and he acts like a shutdown corner. I want him going up against their best receivers, and I want him going up against, you know, and and shutting down for sure their backups. I want him to be solid. I don't want and now, believe um, Skull Mafia who listens to me, he uh, brought up the fact that he he his stats showed that he was a shutdown corner in that last game. So hopefully he continues to play like that. I don't get to see the all twenty two film that I you know that I could make good judgments. Of Andrew Boo Jr., just that penalty in the beginning of the game just sticks out in your mind. Whereas thirty six gave him thirty six yards, can't have that happen. Puts us behind the eight ball. Now, but two other guys I want to see that I think probably struggled and didn't really stand out in this um, in this uh, joint practice with San Francisco was these two guys. I want I want them to take a step forward. Show us show us today or show us tomorrow. On Saturday, that these guys are our starters. I want if they get in the game, if they both get in the game, I want to sh- show show us what you got. You know, tell Ayuk to you know tell what you think of his statement. You know, dissing our defense. Peterson, he was pretty conge- uh, congenial to Ayuk, saying he was a really good up and coming, good wide receiver. But I yeah, shut him up, guys. Get him, get out there and shut him up. 
even though it's a preseason game, show us what you got. Make us feel a little bit better about our um, our defensive back situation. I believe uh, a publication just recently ranked us like 22nd at corner, maybe even lower than that. So, guys, step it up. I want to see it tomorrow. That's what I'm going to be looking for is uh, seeing how our, our secondary does. I still feel pretty good about our safeties. I am still got question marks on our cornerbacks. And honestly, these two guys are are fighting for their uh, starting jobs. I think with Andrew Boo Jr. very capable, very capable of replacing them. This guy, now apparently someone said it was a core injury, but it, I don't know. That was just a listener, and uh, I recently read somewhere that it was an ankle, but they sat him out of the joint practice in hopes that he would play in the game on Saturday, and I hope so. I would love to see this. Now, if we could stash him on the IR for uh, six games, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, but because I don't want him to, I don't want to lose him to a cut. Now, if he is injured, and and you already love him, stashing him might be a good thing, an injury list. But I think the Vikings really want him for the season. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking about playing him. They would just they would just uh, save a cut and put him on the IR. It's a, uh, you know, that's something they could do. So. Kenny Nwangu, also another guy. I got him on this picture receiving a pass. He did that in the game, and he looked great doing it. That was my only concern with Kenny and his vision. But honestly, both were pretty ac- accurate or pretty uh, acceptable in that I think he can catch the ball, and he's got decent enough vision. He's got breakaway speed just like Ty Chandler does. Kenny's probably even faster, and... If he can, if he could show what he did, you know, do the same thing last week, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about it. Now, I'm kind of hoping Kenny and Ty Chandler both make the team. I think Kenny automatically does because of kick return ability. But Ty Chandler, I hope he makes the team too. I do don't want to cut him. But again, if he's an IR stash for six weeks, I won't be too bad either. Here's the deal wide receivers I don't even know who's going to make the fifth fifth or sixth receiver have no idea and those are going to be positions that we're going to use you know you got ISM probably at four well so let's start out with you got Jefferson you got you got Adam Thielen you got KJ Osborne I think both those guys are interchangeable all three of those guys can play the slot KJ Osborne, I think, is more made for it. I don't think he's as good out in the outside, so I think that maybe he is is his limiting factor. But all three of these guys, I think we got one number one and two number twos. I, I do, and we may even have three number twos because ISM number four is a, a playmaker too. So I think we got one number one and three number twos, and that's as deep as you're gonna get. I did see, uh, I think, I think it's ESPN. Ranked our position group third, which is a hell of a lot better than PFF ranking us 15th. So they were a little more uh, congenial to us. Now, after that, Tristan Jackson looks pretty good. Um, old BC Johnson is still well thought of, even though he had three targets and no catches. Jalen Naylor, up and coming. 
I have said that I think you can get him through uh, waivers and onto the practice squad. I don't want to chance it, but who knows. And then Myron Mitchell. All he does is dive and make catches in college, and he the first catch of this preseason, that's what he did. All those guys have talent. All of them do. And that's not even and that's not even counting number 25. He had two touchdowns last week. Come on. We got just so much talent. We have five guys fighting for two positions. And it's in the no matter who gets cut, you're gonna feel sad. All of them can play. Now, finally, I'm gonna end it with the man, uh, Ed Ingram. He has he has shown that he's the starter. I wanna I wanna solidify that this week with you balling out, being a man child, walling off defenders and open up those lanes. You're gonna be playing with the ones. And if I expect you to do good things, and I have no doubt that this guy is going to be our starting. He was drafted to be our starting guard. There's no doubt in my mind. Drafting him in the second overall, you know, second round, he was going to be the starting guard. They gave him some time to figure things out, and once they realized he did, they didn't hesitate, and he is our starting guard, no doubt about it. Jesse Davis will be an okay backup for us, starting right guard. They didn't even think about putting Chris Reed over there anymore. They moved him to the left side. This is how much they think of. They don't even want they don't need any more competition because he is it. He's the right guard over there. But I do I do want to see guys like Hinton and and uh, Schlotman and and uh you know Chris Reed, I elbow injury, hopefully he can play and then uh Jesse Davis. I want to see them solidify that. Now we do need a backup uh left tackle, right tackle, swing tackle and you know, Brandel and um, Oliudo, uh, I just want to see what the line does because we need an average line and an average defense, and we could be the, we can be the Rams like of 2021-22 uh, Super Bowl. All we have, to, we just need to meet, you know, an average offensive line and an average defense, and this team can go all the way because our offense is going to be that good. Now that's it. That's a, that's Skull After Dark. I appreciate you listening. This is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Make sure you hit subscribe, like, and comment. You'll be entered into a contest. I want to give free stuff away again on the Green Bay Packer game. So make sure you hit subscribe, like, and comment. The rules are in the description below. I'm out of here. Skull Vikings. Cue the music. <laughs>